Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the Until you play in the NFL, what's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to Honey, I Cover the Spread. This is our fifth episode of the year, and we are moving to the NFC, and more specifically, the NFC East. All you Giants, Cowboys, Redskins. Oh, it's got that. Oh, boy. Oh, Oh, boy. The Mm. Washington football team. We're not getting into politics on this. We were going to stay away from it. (laughs) Broke our one rule. And uh, Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles running out that division, so we can talk about them. Uh, Foley, how's it going? It's good. Uh, long time no see. We're going to get right into it here. I, uh, what would you say about the NFC East? I think it's probably better than last year. Like, do you, is it still the laughing stock? How long does that? How long does that tag stay? You think? Till week one, I, I think it depends. I, I think it stays the whole year until we see mm. what they finish at this year. Okay, because uh, Washington won under five hundred last year, right? Yeah, they were um, seven and nine. Oh boy, the seven and seven and ten could win this division again this year, though. They could. <laughs> it, it very well could. Uh, I, I I think it's you, you got to get through this season. And hopefully the winner is at least 500. Otherwise, it's that's yeah. two years in a row. And that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. We'll start with the Cowboys. Hard Knocks. Have you watched Hard Knocks? Uh, here and there. I, I get bored of it very easily. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's gotten more boring as the years have gone on. I, I, I don't know why they think we want to see like slow-mo highlights of guys like catching the ball or, or DB breaking it up. I don't know what I want to see, to be honest. I want to see more like Rex, Rex Ryan. Yeah, but did, you, yeah, I agree. He's not on the Cowboys. What if he just hosted Hard Knocks? Every I would be so down for that. <laughs> that Rex and Rob. Actually, I think Rob has a job this year. No way. Fun. Yeah, I was actually, I highlighted it. Let me find it real quick. I highlighted it because I saw it and I was like, holy shit. Because you know what the problem is? with it's mike mccarthy i mean yeah he sucks man even his i mean i'm i'm one of the biggest austin powers guys probably that that you would know and even that steve i was like come on man like you're kind of making austin powers uncool right now which is almost impossible yeah yeah um don't forget i think after he got hired he said he literally tricked jerry jones (laughs) into into being hired and uh, Rob Ryan is actually the Baltimore Ravens inside and linebacker coach. Thank so, God, man. Let's go. Not, not to shoot over to the AFC North quick, but um, they have a nice young little linebacker in Patrick McQueen who was ass last year. We might have to find a McQueen prop. Right inside linebacker, Rob Ryan. All right. Do we have defensive player props? 
Let me look. Le'Veon signed for them too. I mean, yeah, that's right. That's Super right. Bowl back on. <laughs> Dude, that, that highlight video we put up was. I don't know if you watched it. It, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. He's <laughs> he's got to be running over a five forty right now. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. I don't, Rough I don't know man, either. him and Chase. Um, all right, I'll get us into this. Well, I'll, I'll try to find that queen prop. Um, and I guess as a side note, I did find the Trevor Lawrence prop that we talked about in the AFC South one, 325 rushing yards, taking the over on that. And we found a Beckham. Are, are you taking the Beckham too, over 925? Uh, if I get it on my book, yeah, I will take it. I'm still waiting for uh, okay, for those yardage ones to come out. I added it. Um, all right, Cowboys. Oh, yeah, sorry, that's right. That's what we're talking here. about. <laughs> Six and 10, finished third in the East. Um, new defensive coordinator this year. And uh, they took a pa- uh, page out of our playbook here. They hired Dan Quinn, the old uh, failed head coach. Now, if you watch Hard Knocks, you would know that he, he's actually a weird dude. Uh, he, tries to, he tries to act a lot younger than he is. I don't know if you got you, that vibe with the backwards you, hat. Yeah, do you find that particularly surprising? Yeah, because I didn't know much about him. I, I, right. I didn't really, I didn't really hear any interviews with him. I thought he was like a hard nosed, like straight edge D defensive coach. I didn't know he was rocking backwards mesh hats, calling himself DQ, calling guys on the sidelines like, "Yo, it's DQ." <laughs> wait, 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 wait. He calls himself DQ. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the weird thing with him is, last year he fired himself. You remember that? No, he, he's a defensive-minded coach who had a horrible defense, so he literally fired himself from the defensive coordinator position. And DQ fired himself from DC. Yeah, yeah. Talk about self-awareness. Um, but they brought him in, so we'll see how he does here. Right now, the boys have Super Bowl odds of plus three thousand, uh, conference odds of plus fourteen hundred, divisional odds of plus one thirty-five, odds to make the playoffs at minus one sixty, and then. The win total of nine right now. C-Mac, I'll let you, I'll let you take the first uh, swing at this one here. What do you got for us? I just can't get over your calls of DQ. Like, what do you think him and mm. McCarthy talk about, like, when they're out to dinner? What's, what's the big food chain? Is it Texas Roadhouse? Is that big in Texas? Or is that I don't know, man, but that, that place is sick. Yeah, yeah, it is sick. So they probably sat down, broke bread. <laughs> they got they got down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> this is MM and DQ, man. Yeah. And um you think he passes like a dairy queen? He's like, yeah, that's my spot. That's DQ spot. All right, I'll get all Dan Quinn right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. It, it took I'll just say I was very taken back by it. Uh when he called down for the first time in hard knocks, yo, Micah, it's DQ. Micah Micah Parsons like, what's up? He's like, who? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's very odd. He's up in the booth though. He's one of those guys that maybe just doesn't like being down on the sideline. It's my good DQ. <laughs> That's what he said. It's Coach Quinn. It's Coach Dan Quinn. Oh, what's up? Uh, <laughs> I don't like the I don't like the Cowboys this year. Um, offensively, I think they'll be good. Uh, with with Dak back in that most of that offensive line, uh, I know Zach Martin got COVID, so he's out week one. So that could be pretty bad against Tampa Bay, but I think they'll be pretty good. 
Uh, they were 24th in DVOA last year. Uh, combined, they were fifth best with Dak, and then they were 31st ranked after he left. So, yeah. I mean, when you're trotting out Dalton, Gary Gilbert, and Ben DiNucci, that's probably going to happen. Uh, Tyron Smith missed 14 games. Collins missed the entire season. So they're getting most of their guys back. They had the second most injured offensive line uh, last year. They should be pretty good. Everyone's saying Zeke lost like 20 pounds. I think he's playing at his college weight now. We'll see what happens there with that. Um, I think Dak's great. I mean, CeeDee Lamb's very good. Gallup's very good. Amari Cooper's very good. The skill guys are never going to be the problem. I don't think they're going to have a problem putting up points. That being said, I think once we get to the defensive side of the ball, we might run into some problems. And let me say, I did take Dak, comeback player of the year, plus 125. Let me write that down. Plus 125? Mm-hmm. Love that. What do you think about their offense? The offense? Um, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, Hard Knocks did not make it seem like Dak is 100%, in my opinion. Um, and then the old line, it should be a lot better this year because uh, they're getting guys back. But, you know, I don't know. When you, what are they getting, three different guys back from injury? Um, yes. How it's all going to mesh, you know, they, they, they all played together before, but I don't, I just don't, it's hard to speak on. Uh, their, their targets and weapons are crazy. Uh, unfortunately, I do think it's time to go a complete 50 50 uh, backfield with Pollard and Zeke. I don't think, um, I don't think it would be smart to use him as a, a, a workhorse anymore. It seems like he's lost a step. I mean, and, and beyond that, he, he fumbled a ton last year. So. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing originally, but I was looking at some stats. So last year, Zeke was actually 25th out of 70 running backs in uh, rushing success rate. Pollard okay. was 56th. Okay. It seemed like he had a, a more of a step, though, didn't he? It, it definitely did. I was very surprised when I saw that because, I, I mean, there was three, four-week stretch where I was like, all right, Pollard's probably going to take over this job by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Zeke's going top. I just did a fantasy draft. Zeke's going top three, and that blew my mind. Um, I guess Dak coming back, you know, maybe it's just, you know, what have you done for me lately? So uh, maybe, you know, maybe they're a little underrated. Maybe people have that uh, thought of last year, but there were one in three in games Dak started before he got hurt. Um, with all the weapons, you know, I saw that they had the fourth highest drop rate, uh, which is interesting. Yeah, CD Lamb was uh, up there. Yeah, and, and you got uh, Gallup this year on a contract year. So we'll see. I mean, it should be good. I don't know. So many injuries. So many guys coming back. Uh, it's not – I'm not totally sold on it, to say the least. And, um, yeah, I, I, I would expect high-scoring games again, right? You got to think uh, this is a team where if they are down early, you got to think you got to rip the over. And if they are – up early, you got to rub the over because <laughs> I, I I really don't think that this team's gonna do anything besides just try to put up a million points when every game you know fifty five to fifty four. So yeah, we'll see. I guess that kind of prefaces the defense. You know they added a few guys, nothing crazy. 
Um, Keanu Neal is the only maybe, you know, decent piece. Uh, they finally, finally laid that, you know, you, you never had a dog before, right? You just have the one you have currently. Yeah. I had a dachshund. And uh, when they get, when dogs get older, you know, they start to have all these problems and you're paying all these vet bills and, and you feel bad for it, but you don't want them to die. Right. Right. And then eventually you have to just accept it and put them to sleep. That is how I feel about Sean Lee. It was it was really tough watching him constantly <laughs> suit up and walk out there, man. And just for him to finally hang up the cleats, it. I think that defense is going to play for him this year, and they're gonna, they're going to uh, play inspired. Um, I will say I did a double take looking at the depth chart because I could have swore Randy Gregory was a UFC fire fighter, but I think I mixed him up with um, Greg Hardy. Yeah, he did. So, so I was off to a hot spot, a uh, hot start today, but um. Yeah, none of the ads are great. They, they're going to need Demarcus Lawrence to go crazy. Uh, they're good on the edges, which is solid. And um, the, you have really young secondary, which they're going to need to get more out of because uh, Diggs wasn't great last year. And, um, I mean, overall, the defense just needs to be better. And they have a lot of young guys, though, so they're going to need some improvements. And I would say, finally, uh, Van Der Esch. I don't know if that guy – he's another guy who just seems to be constantly hurt. Yeah, the whole team. Yeah, it really is a weird uh, – and Dak has a shoulder strain already, right? He's already got something wrong with him? Yeah, he's fine now. Okay. Yeah, you have anything really on the D? It's kind of a weird unit. Yeah. You've never had a hamster before, right? Uh, what were the furry things? Chinchilla. Yeah. I had a chinchilla. Yeah, uh, chinchilla. Yeah, you've never had a hamster before. But, mm-hmm. but when you have a hamster <laughs> and it actually mates with the other hamster that your brother has and then it has mm-hmm. kids and then it eats the kids because it wasn't ready to have kids and then yeah. your parents get rid of the hamsters. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel a lot. The fact that you messed up Randy Gregory and Greg Hardy. You can't mess <laughs> that up. Um, I, As a, yeah. Apologies. I, I, yeah, yeah, it's all good. I can't believe you. I can't believe you I did You putting down a dog. <laughs> Randy Gregory not have domestic violence thing too. He probably does. Dude. They all do, right? They're all fucked up in the head. Yeah. You kind of got to be that way to make it to the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're only getting like a game or two for domestic violence, I mean, yeah, for suspension. Oh no, failed the drug test. He's a drug test guy. All right, one of us. Um, so they, they got Mika Parsons. Just Dan Quinn just does not excite me. Mm-hmm. Uh, five years prior with the Falcons, I mean, they were never better than 17th. Uh, the, the Cowboys defense is bad to me. They were zone heavy last year and they were a lot better in zone than man. Dan Quinn likes playing man, he's more of a cover one, cover three guy. I don't know how well it's going to work out <laughs> with, the, with the guys they have. Uh, the safety position. I got Donovan Wilson and Kazi. I don't know who they are. I, I don't think they're going to be able to get pressure with the four up front that they have. It, I mean, everyone's saying Mika Parsons, uh, defensive rookie of the year. I mean, maybe he's probably the only guy that can tackle on that team. So he's going to have like 200, but I, I don't like this team just because really the defense. I mean, you, teams don't have a lot of success trying to outscore everybody. So I, I can't see them having much success here. I, I don't I don't even like it for the division. I like someone else, but 
Yeah, I, I think they're gonna have a tough year. Yeah, I would lean under. Um, the only thing is, if the offense does come back clicking the way they they can, um, you know, they can they can be solid. And I mean, the the defense, looking at the edge rushers, if Jalen Smith becomes even half of the player he was at one point, um, Van Der Esch, you know what he can do if he stays healthy. You know, they do have a lot of names on on this this uh, defense that could could be decent young secondary. Maybe they take the step but they allowed the most points in franchise history last year. So uh, it's tough to get behind a team like that uh, with the, the injury issues they have on offense. So I would lean under, probably just going to stay away from it. Yeah, same. Uh, final question, C.D. Lamb or Amari Cooper? Who who does has a better fantasy year? Amari Cooper. Okay. That's all you I, need to hear. He just said he thinks he's one of the best receivers in the league. He wants to prove it. So Okay. okay. There you go. I feel like that guy's constantly just trying to prove himself. Um, you know what his problem is, Joe? Just I know we're wrapping this up. He has like no swag, man. He doesn't wear mm-hmm. he doesn't wear anything on his arms. He he's got those big ass pads, dude. Uh, he's he's got to he's got to fix something aesthetically. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say, uh, comparing Sean Lee to a dying dog is bad, but saying that a man has no swag might just be worse. But we'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, hopefully, he listens and he's a little bit motivated. Yeah, but, um, well, yeah, I'm gonna we'll clip this and just put this on the Instagram. He's gonna, gonna get ripped. That's actually a pretty funny. Uh, wide receiver room with him and TD Lamb, probably the guy with the most swag in the league compared to a guy with one of the least. <laughs> Teach him a thing or two. Um, all right, moving on. The um, Washington football team, I almost mm-hmm. just messed up like you did mm-hmm. seven and nine last year, which was good enough to take the division. The big story here is uh, Fitz Magic. Uh, you know, once again, talking about dying dogs, Alex Smith, uh, it was tough. Um, that whole quarterback thing last year, I mean, I don't know how. Ron Rivera, he, I mean, he, while coaching through cancer and everything, I mean, did he win coach of the year? Is there two coaches of the year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. there is. Okay. I had Stefanski written down, so I wasn't sure. Um, I mean, he was more than deserving. It was crazy what um, what he was able to do last year with this team. Uh, we'll start with the offense here. Um a lot of hype around second year Gibson at running back there. Uh, Logan Thomas with a lot of hype coming in. Uh, Fitzpatrick, they're relying on him to move the ball around. Uh, Fitzpatrick is a lot younger than I thought he was. He's he's only like in his mid thirties, which is mm-hmm. shocking to me. But no, um, he's no, he's older. Is, I thought he was. I thought he was up. He's like thirty six. I think he's getting close to forty. Uh, turns thirty nine in November. Okay, so he's thirty eight. So I'm just off. Um, that's good. But still younger. Eh, no, it's pretty old. We'll just move on from that. Um, but anyway, the the old line, uh, which was very good last year, actually, they um, lost Morgan Moses, which I thought was a bad move after having like a really good old line the year before. But we, like we talked about with the Jets, he's not even starting right now, so maybe they he's on that quick uh, decline here. But uh, they did bring in Charles Leno Jr. from the Bears, I believe. I want to say. And uh, they brought back Eric Flowers for some depth. So the O-line, that, that you know, they're rolling out some a good unit here. It should be solid, good enough. And the receiving core, they added one of my favorite receivers in the league, Curtis Samuel. So I, I am um, – and obviously we'll, we'll talk about Terry McLaurin. We're very high. Hit, hit his uh, prop last year in receiving yards. Easy. But, um, yeah, happy with – really really like the unit. Uh, Adam Humphreys at slot. I think that could be a sneaky move. It feels like uh, he kind of fell off a little bit in Tennessee. But, uh, you know, this offense should be way better than we've seen. They were 32nd in DVOA, so it can only get better. 
And I think it starts with Fitzpatrick. If he can do what he normally does, the line gives him time with these weapons. I mean, it's not, it's not hard to think that, you know, maybe they could put together a top, what would you say? Top 12 offense. Is that getting too crazy? Top 15? Maybe I would say top 15. I I don't think that's out of the realm. Okay. What do you, what do you got on the offense? Yeah, I think it looks very good on paper. And I'm I'm actually very excited to watch it. I love Fitzpatrick. Mm -hmm. He's, 20, almost 22% of his attempts last season were to tight windows, which is just hilarious to me. So he's he's a gunslinger, man. He's a gunslinger. And yeah, I mean, ter- uh, Scary Terry, Curtis Sing, I mean, well, Curtis Sing, maybe, but Scary Terry's never really had anybody to throw him the ball. I mean, this I feel like this guy's open on almost every play. Mm-hmm. Having Curtis Samuel there is going to take a lot of the attention off him. You got Logan Thomas coming back. And then, yeah, the the... The second year jump for Antonio Gibson is going to be interesting. I think he's he should be should be pretty good this year um, as well. So I'm I'm excited to watch this offense, man. I think I think even if they get even a top twenty offense, dude, with this defense, I think they're winning the division. Yeah, yeah, and I guess we can go right into the defense. I mean, uh, they they basically just were taking young D linemen year after year, and it it came together with Chase last year. I mean that. That defense was awesome. It um, had a Super Bowl ticket on them, uh, hedged it out in the first round. And, you know, who gave the Bucks more of a fight than them, really? I would say they put up a better fight than Green Bay, right, considering uh, the circumstances. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Green, I mean, Green Bay fell apart in that second half. That wasn't, that wasn't even particularly close after yeah. that. Uh, I think it was like that Hail Mary that Brady threw at the end of the – yeah, I would definitely say that Washington gave them the most – they tested them the most. Yeah, I would think so too. And the only guy they lost uh, of note is uh, Ronald Darby, but they did bring in William Jackson from Cincy, who, who was another solid corner. Uh, they're going to get Collins back from that. I think he tore his Achilles last year. So if, if he can come back um, fully healthy, I mean, there's no reason to think this defense can't do exactly what they did last year. Uh, they also spent their first round pick on an outside linebacker. Uh, I don't know how it's pronounced, either Jamin or Jamin Davis, but great name if it's Jamin. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing not to like here. I like the style they run. Um, Rivera fully healthy this year. I do think it is a distraction going through chemo. I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb there and say that that's a bit of a distraction. So, um, you know, I, I, have, I have high hopes for this defense. I lean the over. Uh, the only thing holding me back is, believe it or not, the same reason I have optimism is Fitzpatrick. I, we've been here with him where he's on a team that should make the playoffs and then he just doesn't perform to what he usually can uh you know what i'm talking about with the jets there that one year but um yeah i was at that game yeah so i would lean anything here i, I uh, you know what i'll add skins to make the playoffs at plus 145 okay i'm taking them to win the division plus 220 yep yeah i mean just defensively just real quick uh second in man third in zone First and blitz, ninth and no blitz. I mean, these guys can get pressure. Blitzing, they can get pressure without blitzing with that front four. I mean, you got Jack Del Rio on the sideline. I love that guy. They didn't really lose anybody. Chase Young's just going to be better this year. They're going to get pressure on almost every quarterback. I like them. The division's at plus 220 compared to the plus 145. So I'm actually, I'm going to ride that with you because I doubt this uh, this division gets the wild card. So we're both on the, the division, the the Washington football team there. 
and we'll move right along onto the G men who finished six and ten last year. Uh, they currently have Super Bowl odds of plus eight thousand, conference odds of plus four thousand, division at plus four fifty to make the playoffs plus two hundred and over under win total of seven. Start us off here. Yeah, so the Giants. Uh, let's get a quick shout out to Dave Myers. Thanks for listening, Dave. Uh, here's your, your team here. So let's say something nice about them. Leonard Williams looked pretty good last year. I don't know. Oh, I'm supposed to start with offense. My bad. Uh, big, big, big year for Danny Jones. Very big year. Does he have it in him? I don't think so. Do not think so. Um, in terms of the Giants offense, right? 26th in DVOA last year. They still got Jason Garrett as a play caller, which is a negative JG negative. Um, they, they just don't seem – I know Saquon was hurt last year. They didn't have a ton of skill guys. Slayton was banged up almost all year. Sterling Shepard was banged up. Evan Ingram has clamps for hands, cannot catch two left hands. I think I, I think the biggest thing I was this offensive line, dude. I, I, this offensive line is bad. And the preseason was not a good indicator that they made any progress from last year. Andrew Thomas looks awful, dude. He's got alligator arms on the offensive line, and everybody just walks by him. I mean, to have your your choice of those four or five offensive linemen in that draft and probably pick the worst one picking first, that's a tough look. It's impressive, I would say. Some would say impressive. Some would say it's a tough look. Uh, they did sign. They did sign Kyle Rudolph. They drafted Kadarius Tony, which was another questionable pick in the first round uh, out of Florida. A lot of people have thought Elijah Moore would have been a better pick. Time will tell. They released Kevin Zeitler. I mean, they have all these. Uh, will Will Hernandez on the line too? I mean, he he hasn't done anything. He was pretty high attended at Northwestern, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Hopefully, we'll see if, if Saquon comes back okay. I think he just started practicing. Uh, he'll be a big boost. I just I – don't, I don't see them scoring enough. I think they average – I think they had the worst points per game last year. Maybe Washington had them beat, but they couldn't score points. Danny Jones fumbles like the ball is covered in butter. If he can cut down on those turnovers, maybe they have a chance. But I'm just not sold that this offense is going to be much better than it was last year, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, I'm going to start off quick with focusing more on Gettleman, um, <laughs> the uh, mastermind behind this operation. Uh, this is year four for him, and his record so far is 15 and 33. Uh, and going beyond the Gettleman era, the Giants have had double-digit losses in six of the last seven years. Um, Dude, they've been rebuilding for seven years. It, it's crazy. And, you know, you kind of think he's got to be on the hot seat. And, you know, he's coming into this year and he should be fired. Uh, because what happens is now he's looking at this team and he's like, what can I do to make this team competitive to keep my job? And they're going to be stuck in no man's land. They're not going to have a top pick. If they manage to scrape out a, a playoff berth this year, they're not going to go far. Um, so what do you do if, after spending three picks on O-Lyman last year? Uh, and then, you know, like you said, Will Hernandez in 2018, who is still trying to figure it out, he was like, 
screw it. I, I can't go anymore. Old lineman. These guys got to either put up or shut up. So he went and, you know, made a ton of free agent signings, brought in Kenny Galladay, uh, who, you know, is a solid receiver, but I don't think receivers were their problem. Um, they also drafted Kadarius Tony. Uh, you know, maybe staying healthy was a big problem last year for uh, Shepard, uh, Sterling Shepard. But, um, you know, we'll see. It's, it's really hard to do anything with a horrible offensive line. And unless these young guys really take a big step forward, I, I just don't see how they're going to make it work. Uh, I don't think Daniel Jones is bad. I don't think Saquon is bad. You know, I think they have a lot of good pieces, but you can't just go after the uh, weapons unless you have a star quarterback like Mahomes to make it all work. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it. Not a big fan of the offense. I don't have high hopes. And then, you know, on the other hand, though, the defense, Patrick Graham, he's done a great job with it. They're, they're solid across the board. Uh, love their secondary. They brought in Adore Jackson. Um, beyond that, I mean, they, they can get after the quarterback. They can stop the run. They could just talk about the secondary there. So I like everything they do on D. Uh, they did let Tomlinson and B.J. Hill walk, which is, um, you know, two reliable interior defensive linemen. Uh, like you talked about Leonard Williams. He was a beast. They finally tapped into that this, uh, last year. But, um, you know, I, I don't think they're going to go far this year. And I think Patrick Graham is going to get uh, interviews next year if he does what he did last year. So it's kind of bleak for the G-men, I think. It's, it's going to be a, a whole new rebuild starting next year if they do not make the playoffs this year. I, and like you said, they've been rebuilding for seven years. So I don't like what Gettleman's done. I haven't hated the Barkley pick. The Andrew Thomas pick speaks for itself. I didn't like signing Galladay and then drafting Tony this year. Good players just hate the situation they're, they're, they're putting together there. Yeah, and it's interesting because Gettleman has to have a good year this year because after this year, they, they would have to pick up Daniel Jones's option for mm-hmm. the fifth year, right? If, if they don't pick that up, there's no way Gettleman's coming back. Because then they're probably drafting a quarterback in the next draft, so it's, it, they're going to have to they're going to have to do something this year if he wants to keep his job. And it seems like a, a double edged sword there for Giants fans because I don't think he's a very good GM. Right, and and also we've got to talk about the fact that Jason Garrett is getting another go at this offense here. Uh, horrible yeah. hire. Um, he doesn't do any. You know, he's one of those offensive guys who uh, was considered smart before everyone started doing all this pre snap motion, and now. He's not going to bring out the best of them. I have no faith in him. I lean under here. I'll probably get involved with the under. Uh, seven to where they go. That would be six and 11. Yeah, I'll rip it. I'll take it. I'm going to add it. Under seven. I just don't see it. I don't see it with the way they're building this team. Yeah, I, I agree with it. I'm not going to take it because my grandma's a big Giants fan. And I don't want to do that to her. So mm. I'm going to leave you there. But I, I agree with that. <laughs> All right, last but not least, we got the uh, Philadelphia Eagles here. Whole new coaching staff coming in. They fire Peterson. They bring in Nick Sirianni, uh, who was the Q oh, – what's the correlation here? The QB coach back when they won the Super Bowl? Sirianni? Was he? And then he fouled Reich to – To Indy. Indy. I think that's how this all went down. Okay. Um, they bring in Shane Steichen, who was the coordinator for Herbert last year over in L.A., and they brought in the Colt DB uh, coach to be the defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon. Don't know anything about him. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're going in with Jalen Hurts. They're going to try it out. I would expect a run-heavy offense here. 
they did draft Devontae Smith for him. The O-line should hold up. And, you know, if you, if you kind of look at this team, I mean, it's six and a half. That, that win total, once again, seems a little too high for me. I Do you see this team winning seven games? No. Defense is aging, not to skip over to the defensive side of the ball, but like, you know, Devontae Smith is no sure thing. Uh, I'm a fan of his, but I don't, I don't see him coming out and tearing it up immediately. Um, I'm just not sold. I like Goddard, but uh, he's got to take him a step forward. If he's going to, you know, he's going to be the main target, I would think, coming into the year. Lost Jeffrey, lost to Sean Jackson. Jason Peters is gone. Uh, O-line, like I said, should still be solid. But um, I, it's, it's tough to see where how this offense is going to put up enough points. Yeah, and Devonta Smith, Rager, uh, Travis Fulgham, Dallas Goddard, and then Miles Sanders. I mean, that's not really screaming out difference makers. Just, and you got Jalen Hurts there. I think mm-hmm. he completed like 50% of his passes last year, which is – that's not good. That's really not good. I know he runs the ball a lot, does some other stuff, but I'm not sold on him. They gave like $4 million to Joe Flacco to be his backup. I, I don't know about that because I feel like if you're giving someone that much money, you almost expect them to be this, to start a few games for you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what does that tell him hurts? You don't believe in him? Maybe. And I, I just feel like that, that brings in a lot of unnecessary kind of drama to the quarterback room. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just seems weird to me. I, I'm yeah. not sold on them offensively at all. So I guess, how does this team, how does this team get to seven wins, right? So the, oh, the O-line, no, no, God. but like, how does it all work out? You got to think Rager takes a big step uh, in, sec- in the second year. Uh, Devontae Smith comes in and is what uh, he was supposed to be. The O-line gets back to its ways. They're, they're getting Brandon, Books, uh, Brandon Brooks back uh, from injury. And then, you know, Hurts, Hurts learns from year one and, and it kind of ground and pound run the ball and, and play action to take advantage there. Uh, Sirianni, he's one of the, they're saying one of the better offensive minds, you know, so he gets that moving. And then the defense, they, they can get after the quarterback. So they, they cause, they get, to, they get pressure on the QB. They uh, cause some mayhem. Slay plays the way he's supposed to. He was horrible last year. You know, and once again, it's another team with like the pieces. It's just, I don't like the way things are being ran. Um, the, the owners involved now, I heard that Jeffrey Lurie was sitting in on every meeting and had oh. input in it. Um, that's never good. Never. No. So it's just. It, it seems like there's a ton of dysfunction around them right now. Yeah. And, and, and the Peterson thing was crazy. It's crazy. And it seems. It seems to me like they're caught in between trying to be competitive this year and trying to stack draft picks for a rebuild. Right. I mean, that, that offensive line, I think they're all over 32 or something. They had the worst injury lap last year. I mean, who's to say they're all going to stay healthy again this year? Right, right. It just seems like they're trying to get younger, but also trying to be competitive. It, it just seems like a weird – because if they, if they don't get off to a good start, I, they're going to be – I feel like they're just going to be selling a deadline to, to get draft picks. So I'm not sold on them at all. Right. Do you like Hurts? No. See, I do like Hurts, but um, I do think he, as a player uh, or yeah, no, not really. He's too inaccurate for me. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think we both. Agree. I think he's. I think he could. I, I think he could be a big game player if they get to a big game because I do think he has that kind of that edge to him. But right. he's just too inaccurate for me right now. I guess we'll see. I mean, he wasn't thrown at the cream of the crop last year, so you know right, that that right. could definitely have something to do with it. He wasn't, you know, playing for Lincoln Riley with receivers running 15 yards wide right. open. So you know, maybe it'll change with, with some of the guys I brought in this year. Right. I will be rooting for them. That's all I can really say about this team. I, I, I will be rooting. Um, I like Hurts. Weapons, hopefully, they're young. Take a step and uh, get after that QB, and we'll see what happens. But um, all right, that's all we got. That's the NFC uh, East. And I think the, the bets we had so far, let me take a quick peek. I have Washington football team to win the division at plus 220 and the Giants under seven, which I have to pull up the odds right now. And you just have Washington to win the East, and then you also have Dak, uh, comeback player of the year. Yep. Cool. On, on to the North. On to the North. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>